given by the, our uh, analytical model with uh, uh, some results obtained by synchrotron X-ray microdiffraction carried out on uh, mini compactation spacing. But more recently, we are studying the structure of fracture fatigue by using dog bone shape, uh, shaped specimen, and we are uh, doing these uh, research activities in cooperation with our colleagues from uh, the National Research Council in LECO. And we are uh, studying the low cycle fatigue of pseudoelastic alloys, and so we have also developed a modified model uh, to predict the uh, fatigue properties. Uh, by uh, uh, modified Coffin-Manson approach. So, the, uh, this is the material we have used. It is a pseudo-elastic commercial material, and we uh, analyzed the uh, dog bone specimen for low cycle fatigue, and also single edge crack specimen for fracture tests. And in both specimens, we did uh, metrics of indentation points, in the first case, we did the metrics of indentation points in fatigued specimen, starting from the fracture surface uh, along the, uh, the wall length of the specimen. And in the second case, we did the metrics of indentation point in a, a region very close to the crack tip. But now I will talk about the uh, specimen, dog bone specimen, where details about single edge crack specimen will be given maybe tomorrow after by my young colleague Manuel Esgambitero. So uh, the fatigue tests we have carried out uh, are strain control uh, tests within the pseudo-elastic regime of the alloy with maximum deformation between 1% uh, and 4.5%. And as you can see here, these are, these are the stabilized hysteretic behavior of the material for uh, four values of maximum deformation, one, two, three, and 4.5%. And as you can see, the material uh, show a large ratcheting effect, which is called functional fatigue in our case. Uh, it means that uh, there is an accumulation of residual uh, strain uh, after unloading, but a cyclic stabilization of waste uh, occurs around 100 cycles, and these Functional fatigue is attributed, can be attributed to these locations and or stabilized at Martin side, but it is still an open issue in the scientific community. So our aim is to better understand what is happening in the material when it is subjected to fatigue load. So to this aim, we did some, uh, as I told you before, uh, some tests on uh, uh, fatigue specimen by using a uh, um, uh, nano indentation platform, and uh, we have also used a special uh, special system to apply mechanical load to the specimen, a Peltier cell to uh, to control uh, the temperature, and uh, uh, as you can see, we did uh, uh, a matrix of indentation points from starting from the fracture surface up to a maximum distance equal to 18 millimeters. So the indentations were carried out by using a a unusual condition for non-indentation tests. We used a spherical, conical spherical indenter with a radius of 20 microns and a very high indentation load equal, equal to 400 millinewtons. This is because we want to uh, uh, we, we want to analyze a large process zone and to overcome possible uh, 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 variation due to the microstructure of the material. So. 
uh, to analyze the data uh, obtained on parking tests, we did some uh, uh, preliminary tests by uh, using SDSUD, uh, okay, on SDSUD alloys, in particular we analyzed uh, um, an austenitic alloy, the type S alloy, and the martensitic alloy, the type M, and uh, this, uh, the, this figure reports a comparison uh, between the uh, okay, non-indentation response of the two materials, and as you can see, the austenitic alloy show a high recover uh, uh, I recover the recovery depth after a loading, but while the martensitic alloy show large residual depth, it is attributed to the pseudoplasticity uh, in, uh, in uh, martensitic alloy, uh, which are due uh, to the, uh, the twinning mechanism of uh, uh, martensitic variants. And based on these results, we have defined two parameters which can be used to which can be used to, uh, to uh, analyze the fatigue damage in our specimen. Uh, the parameters are the residual, residual depth after loading and the dissipated energy, the energy between the loading and loading uh, path of the indentation uh, curves. Based on these two parameters, we have also defined some um, uh, two um, uh, uh, non-dimensional uh, damage parameters which represent the variation of residual depth and dissipated energy with respect to the uh, austenitic uh, uh, alloy. So this figure show uh, that some of the results we have obtained. Uh, the, in particular, they reports the evolution of residual uh, depth and dissipated energy as a function of the distance from the fracture surface and for the four different values of applied maximum deformation. As you can see here, uh, both parameters, residual depth and dissipated energy, increase when moving uh, towards the fracture surface and when increasing the maximum deformation. And in particular, they approach to the value of the reference alloy at the maximum distance from the fracture line, while they tend to the value for the martensitic alloy when moving uh, towards the uh, fracture surface. It means that it is a clear evidence of damage. Uh, at the macrostructural scale, and it, it, it seems to indicate that these uh, damages at, can be attributed to the formation of stabilized martensite. Okay, martensite which does not transform uh, when uh, repeating uh, mechanical uh, loads. So, to better understand uh, uh, these results, we did uh, we analyzed we calculated damage para the damage parameter over the whole investigation area, as you can see here. And uh, these plots uh, are the contour plot of the uh, uh, normalized variation of the residual depth, the uh, parameter, uh, damage parameter we have defined before, uh, for four different values of the applied maximum deformation, one, two, three, and 4.5%. And as you can see here, this is the fracture surface, and this is the maximum distance from the fracture surface. Um, the parameter is higher uh, near the fracture surface, and the effect is more evident for the maximum value of applied deformation. We have also observed some uh, local variation which are based on our preliminary study. They are higher than um, uh, typical uh, um, uh, measurement uh, variations. They are attributed to, to the localized nature of phase transformations because as you know, 
the stress-induced transformation in polycrystalline alloy occurs homogeneously because it depends on the uh, grain orientation. And uh, as uh, final remark, we have observed the highest value of the damage parameters at the beginning of the fracture line and at the end of the fracture line. They maybe could be attributed to the um, okay, final fracture and uh, uh, the crack initiation. Similar results have been observed for the uh, second uh, parameter, damage parameter, based on the dissipated energy. But here, the, it seems that this parameter is more effective. Uh, the variation is much more evident, as you can see. Okay? There is uh, clear evidence of the damage along the uh, specimen uh, direction and uh, with increasing the, uh, the, uh, the applied deformation. Finally, I will give you some information about the specimen uh, with, the, with the crack, the single-edge crack specimen. We, uh, we did a similar test. But in, that, in this case, we, uh, we, we did a, a first test uh, under, we analyzed the small region around the crack tip, 1.5 per 1.5 millimeters, and we did the first test with uh, an applied force equal to 400 newtons, and this is the results concerning the residual, uh, residual uh, depth, and uh, uh, we repeated this test after complete unloading, and this is the results we have obtained after uh, okay, the first results allow to, uh, to, to, to predict the extent of the transformation contours. And this is very important because we uh, have compared these results, they are not reported in, this, in my presentation, but we have compared these results with the prediction of our analytical model and there is a very good accordance. <coughs> and uh, um, after unloading we observe, okay, by comparing the two figures, you can see that this number is not clearly, okay, are not evident, but uh, that uh, the transformation are main, mainly reversible. It means that this damage hmm, uh, seems to disappear when removing the load, but some irreversibilities occur, and they are very similar to those observed in particle specific. It means that crack propagation induces irreversibility to the material. Similar results we have obtained in the, uh, by using the dissipated energy. And finally, uh, we have uh, developed a new method uh, based on temperature control and alimentation to analyze both the crack tip transformation mechanism and the fatigue damage in uh, evolution in shame memory alloys. We, uh, this method is an effective and low-cost alternative to much more complex method. For example, uh, for our purpose, we are able to identify uh, the transformation contour, which the other method is, for example, the synchrotronic stray microdiffraction, which is much more complex. And, uh, uh, and uh, as ongoing research, we are currently uh, doing uh, analysis to analyze the thermal recovery, so of the indents, by, uh, by using uh, an atomic force microscope. So, we, uh, we, we will give the results of this activity next year, maybe. Thank Thanks you. so much. Thank you.